Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat. Just a fact. Uh, I am your host, as always, Patrick, a.k.a. Mandor Loud Tool Sick Door. <laughs> I am Caroline, a.k.a. your Commander in Soy. And I'm Linus, a.k.a. the boy who's back in town. Yeah. Hey! Linus is back on the the tropical shores of Canada. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I was bullshit, it, I, it sounds like I was bullshitting, but, like, I genuinely started to miss, uh, winter a lot, <laughs> uh, because, like, it just gets to be a pain in the ass to put on, like, the sunscreen every day, so. <laughs> Very valid. Yeah. So, did you guys hear the good news? Yeah, What's the, the good news? president made a deal, is yeah, what I heard. <laughs> We have a government for three weeks now. I did see like headlines or like some frantic tweets or something like that, but uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> over the past couple days, air traffic controllers and flight attendants have been threatening to um, strike as a group, and have been like certain like certain particular people have been talking to the media and saying that we are like days away from a complete like air travel disaster because um like of how this is affecting the workers doing a really vital vital job for the safety of everybody who's flying and mm -hmm. um yeah the specter of that like general not a general but um a targeted air travel strike being raised uh scared the shit out of the wet president <laughs> because that would be a nightmare yeah, especially in this country, like a complete air traffic freeze would be disastrous. Like, disastrous, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I got to experience something like that firsthand because when I uh, flew back from Taiwan, uh, we were stuck in Detroit for twenty four hours uh, because, uh, like, I think everything was shut down. Like JFK was shut down for a bit, O'Hare was shut down, and Detroit was shut down because of just the. I mean, I'm talking about an actual freeze. Like, there was just right. so much ice and freezing rain. But, um, yeah, like, I could tell that, like, the entire airport basically was going to be dealing with the fallout from this for, like, quite a while. So, yeah, like, if there's even, like, one day of flight shutdown, it's like a fucking disaster. Yeah, how many airports in the UK were affected by the drone thing a couple weeks ago? I think ago? it was just the one. Yeah, that was just the one airport, and that was... A lot of nonsense. It made news here for like three days. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. I mean, so I think the the real takeaway from that part of the story is that, hey, organized labor? Yeah. It's, good. <laughs> it's very good it's to like, see. It can get shit done. We always have to like remind people that this was uh, organizing and, 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 you know, and unions and everything that gets us like this because like, remember when uh, Amazon... Uh, did the $15 an hour thing and everyone was like tripping over their feet to go suck Jeff Bezos' dick and then uh -huh. there had to be people like making tweets like no this was action by workers that caused this like that don't this is not like the benevolence of the of the of the f fucking capitalist that causes this to happen and also uh -huh. like Amazon cut a ton of worker benefits to quote unquote pay for the $15 pay raise so yeah, it, yeah it's like yep. they're trying to I wish there was like a non alt right adjacent 
synonym for virtue signaling, but like they're trying to virtue signal by taking up this popular cause that is only popular because it has been advanced by the hard work of organizing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think also it should be mentioned that like this was an incredibly ballsy thing for these unions to do. Um, mm-hmm. because the last time something like yeah. comparable to this happened, Reagan just fired every air traffic controller in the country and replaced all of them. Yep. Not a great guy, Mr. Ronald. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking he, he of, speaking perfect. of Mr. Ronald's administration, um, <laughs> well, do we have more to say about the shutdown? Cause otherwise, uh, no, I think that's, I just, I want, I do just want to mention that like the deal currently being proposed is the exact same one that democratic legislators put forward like 30 days ago that trump vetoed anyway oh yeah um, oh and so, you know. um it, he's saying that if he doesn't get his his wall um in the next three weeks that he's going to do the like national emergency declaration thing which uh-huh. will probably be fine yeah i'm mm-hmm. sure that'll so just, just work out real great for everyone involved yep. cycle of just shutting down the government and reopening <laughs> it forever now you, you know you know Some historically roles. when when leaders claim emergency powers uh it's it's a really good, good thing that yeah it's, it's for <laughs> always for very good things yeah mm-hmm. um also i just one more thing sorry um is that like something like eight hundred thousand? government employees will be getting back pay but something like a million contractors yeah. will not um, nope. And a lot of those contractors are among the worst paid, quote unquote, employees of the government. Um, so, you know, their lives were difficult before and they're not going to get better because the government is just not going to pay them for the month that they've been working, which just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think that's kind of it on this. Do we, do we want to move uh, on in, to our... In other disgusting news. Um, so another good thing, another sign of like good things happening um is when the united states gets involved in regime change in latin america <laughs> historically a really good. good thing for the people of latin america um so we're doing it again in venezuela finally um it, yeah the fun the funny coup <laughs> yeah apparently yeah, so, um well go ahead yeah so the current i mean i guess depending on who you ask the current president nicolas maduro is being cooed by um a member of an opposing party juan guaido um who represents a party that is nominally socialist like it's internationally recognized as a socialist party but it's also like a centrist third way kind of lackluster organization um but yeah he's kind of formally called on world governments to support him in his coup attempt uh despite having um totally boycotted the last election um because that's how democracy works is you don't participate and then you get to be the president anyway the wall street Mm -hmm. general reported today that um the day before the opposition leader um tried to use the the constitutional powers to like declare maduro illegitimate and himself like the president um the day before pence called him and told him to do just that (laughs) and uh, i I don't remember who, or it actually was probably anonymous, but in the Washington Post today, also a White House official said that this has been like the U.S.'s strategy for, um, I think the term they used was uh, promoting democracy in Venezuela, which, yeah, it, it also a thing that the United States historically does when it gets involved in other countries is promote democracy. Um, but they said they had been missing like the, they had been, 
supporting the opposition for a while, but they had been missing like the one like point person to take up the mantle, and now they have that. Right, they, the they found the guy. Reporter, yeah. It's just, I mean, I I feel like we probably don't need to tell our audience this, but obviously, anytime the U.S. gets involved in uh, regime, let's say changes in Latin America, it has literally never once worked out well. Um, no, and it's we have... always been for objectively evil reasons and all it does is exponentially magnify human suffering and create it It yeah and i mean go ahead linus as i mean as i don't i don't know enough about this as i probably should but as far as i know it's like seem exclusively to like tear down uh communism and and socialism because it's like well if if people see it working then they'll do it so like well we got to go in and fucking destabilize any country that starts you know a you a socialist or communist government at least it's extremely in like the 80s it was yeah i mean that's essentially what this is too yeah that's part of it but i i think like a bigger part um and these two things often go hand in hand of course is that it's a government that's hostile to the u.s government so like it's why iran and is like so widely hated for human rights violations there while we're good friends with um the al-salad royal family in saudi arabia right Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, and this is also, it should be noted, not just a thing that the U.S. is doing. Um, the Venezuelans had something like a billion dollars of gold that they were storing in an English bank that the English are just not giving back. Oh, I um, didn't see dis- dis- Despite having pr- promised that's what they were going to do. Um, and so, obviously, a billion dollars worth of gold would be kind of helpful for a regime fighting a coup, but they just don't have that now. Oh, also, in case um, anyone didn't know this, a very relevant piece of information is that Venezuela has the largest oil reserves in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the big one. Um, yeah, and it's, it's uh, obviously it's um, that's all nationalized, the oil companies, uh, which is inimical to U.S. and Saudi like goals mm-hmm. <laughs> for yeah. for what the petroleum industry is going to look like for the next couple decades. Um because it turns out it's hard to make money if if you don't let people make profits. Weird. Yeah. Um, and I mean, this is kind of, I mean, obviously it's a delicate subject, but like I don't want to make it sound like we're just kind of like carte blanche approving everything the Venezuelan government does. Obviously, there are no, problems. Of I, no, I'm not like, I'm yeah, not no, saying no. that at all because it's personally, I like no... I am very American and very uninformed about countries that are not this dog shit country. And, but it, you do not have to be informed to know that the U S getting involved and especially getting like being so showily involved and like pulling in some, some dusting off some ghoul out of the crypt of the Reagan administration who participated in the um, Iran Contra and the cover up of that. he's gonna be our special ambassador to venezuela like it it, the u.s getting involved anywhere like no matter like what the government is is always it's never for a good reason and all it does is bring death that's it it's there's no way that this ends well for like the venezuelan people except probably whoever we prop up in charge for however long it's gonna last down there 
Yeah. I don't know how America keeps, like, uh, pulling this after, you know, they were epically taken down by uh, the Matt Stone and Dre Parker film Team America World Police. (laughs) 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 Where, you know, it was very funny. In that movie, they were the very funny world police. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty funny, actually. Full disclosure, I haven't seen that movie. Uh, I know Matt has uh, because (laughs) his dad loves that movie. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not prepared to make any more references to that. Yeah, under no circumstances should this be taken as an endorsement of Team America World Police. <laughs> if, there's, if there's one thing you got to know about HKIP, it's that we love <laughs> Trey Parker and Matt Stone. <laughs> yeah. We love that that good South Park humor. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, in the next several days you're gonna see people much smarter and more informed than us have some good takes um and i'll be Mm. sure to retweet all of those for you guys so you can like hear a rational person talk about why this is terrible um i would hope you already know kind of at least a little bit though yeah like we're we're into like the the complicated shit now like it it used to be just like you know trump would fucking tweet kafifi and we could just make jokes about that for an hour but now it's like no we're actually need to get into like complicated geopolitical issues yeah he's doing he's he's reagan too now and it's it's really cool to see it's great i'm sure that in 40 years he will also be lionized as a hero of democracy or whatever the fuck god Um, remember kafifi it's officially um a couple other things on venezuela i wanted to hit first it's very scary how good friends we are with bolsonaro oh yeah that's um, yeah who is gonna do a lot of genocide of the indigenous peoples of the amazon and all other fascist shit and repression yeah um i, well, I think i saw like... one of like two openly gay congressmen in brazil like fled the country because of death yeah. threats the other day well, and then fucking like did you see that picture of him where he was like, where like Tim Cook from Apple yeah, Jesus. Uh, was having, mm-hmm. just having dinner with him and people were like, yeah, so like f- fucking like money, it, it, if wealthy fucking monsters don't, they don't care. It's like Tim Cook doesn't care that, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Jair? I think it's Jair. Yeah. Jair I've, that, I've never actually like, heard it yeah. said out loud. Yeah, it's like he doesn't. What, what, he either doesn't care that he's sitting next to a guy who's like put it in his f- fucking policy to like kill people like him, or it's just, or it just doesn't matter to him because of how much money he has. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, I mean, the the man Bolsonaro is is literally the most fascist world leader in the Western Hemisphere, uh, which is really cool that we're <laughs> on his side when it comes to regime changes in a country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and additionally, like, uh, something we do a lot um, is install these right-wing monsters um, in Latin American countries after, you know, some vague moves against, seen against the U.S. or, like, against capitalism back in, like, the Cold War. And mm-hmm. then these regions are thrown into civil war for decades um, and destabilized and the people fleeing the violence and poverty um we just that's <laughs> these are the yeah i i i'm sorry i don't have the words for it but it's just it's so disgusting how how badly we fuck these people over in multiple ways yeah it, and just... if, for reference it, it, this isn't just like a handful of times this has happened uh it's happened 
at least in Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Panama, Paraguay, Peru, and Uruguay. Um, mm-hmm. And those are just kind of like the more publicized ones, not to mention, you know, all mm-hmm. the shit we've done elsewhere in the world. Um, the one that's like probably most recently big, I think, is is Vietnam, uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think like if this does at some point turn into like a boots on the ground thing it's going to be a similar clusterfuck disaster um for all the same reasons it was in vietnam and it will probably knowing how like u.s foreign policy has evolved end up being somehow a bigger humanitarian like catastrophe yep i can't really (laughs) i I don't do you think there will there will be like a ground military invasion because um um because so much I, of our imperialism is done through like drone warfare. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I mean, if I if I had to guess, I would say probably at least not um immediately. I think it's really going to depend on reactions on like from neighboring states. Like I'm I'm sure that if Brazil gets like dudes on the ground, we'll at least be supporting them oh, in yeah. some capacity like militarily. I know that um, Trump has said like all options are on the table with Venezuela including the military option like several times. So I'm sure he's just really chomping at the bit to do Right. And more as of it. right now, as of right now at least, I know the Venezuelan armed forces have said that they are going to be continuing to support Maduro. So um yeah, I mean it's it's certainly I think going to get worse before it gets any better um, and it seems like the u.s i mean it goes without saying that it seems like the u.s government is purposely trying to make things worse like uh the whole thing where uh, maduro ordered the like broke diplomatic ties with the u.s formally and ordered mm-hmm. all of the um ambassadors stationed in venezuela to leave and then the united states said like actually don't do that stay there because maduro is not the president this other guy's the president <laughs> so we don't recognize what he says so you have to stay there and that sounds mm-hmm. like a wise move right yep so i think unless either of you have anything else to add i think that's kind of all we've got yeah. right now at least on venezuela i'm sure we'll keep talking about it uh, yeah as I'm, the definitely situation coming, develops. I'm definitely coming down on the side of like i'm gonna be listening to people who know more about these kinds of things and i advise everyone else do that also of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for sure um okay the next thing on our docket is a positive though it's on the yeah. lighter side on yeah. the much lighter side, actually, this is like v- extremely good. A win for gamer uh-huh. kind. <laughs> a win, a win for gamer and human alike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so over the last, I think it was this last weekend, right? Probably time's fake. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, a British YouTuber and streamer by the name of H Bomber Guy. Um, was doing a charity stream for a UK-based charity called Mermaids, which helps trans youth um, get access to like um, medical and psychological and just material help that they need. Um, and he raised mm-hmm. something like three hundred thousand dollars for this charity, which is roughly a hundred times more than he was like initially set out to raise, um, which is really cool. And he kind of did this in response to a guy. Noted um, piece of shit. Yeah, Graham yeah. Linen, who is a UK TV writer and self-proclaimed turf, um, oh, yeah. and and yeah, and just a general shithead. He's well, like I knew he was a turf. I just didn't know he called himself a turf. Oh yeah, he does. He's also like one of those oh turf is a slur guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, that 
<laughs> cognitive dissonance, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it was, I mean, it was a resounding success. Yeah, because he, like, what was it he did with mermaids? He, like, he tweeted something or he tried to get uh, he organized, funding blocked? Yeah, he organized a campaign on um, just frothing at the mouth's transphobic site, MunfsNet, to uh, have the federal funding reviewed inst- and pulled for mermaids. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and so H-Bomb was like, hey, that sucks. I'm going to raise money for these people instead. And he did that. By playing uh, Donkey Kong Country. No, was it Donkey Kong Country? What was Donkey it? Donkey Kong 64. 64, thank you. Um, 100%. Actually, I think like 101%. Um, mm-hmm. To completion, uh, all in one sitting. Uh, and he had a bunch of guests join him, including Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, <laughs> that was the, the, uh, the amount of people that showed up to this thing was just... like I was. I kept going on Twitter and, be, and seeing who else had just showed up. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> it was yeah. just fantastic. Um, Chelsea Manning was also there. Alex and... Or no, sorry. Matt and Virgil from... Chapo Trap Chapo Trap House, um, uh, a bunch of people, including DK's original voice actor, and I think, hold on, let me pull up a full list just so I don't like leave out any cool guys. Do you know I'm how long sure, the stream uh, John ended up being? Romero was there. What was that? John, I'm pretty sure John Romero dropped in. Uh, yes, yeah, he did. Yeah. The I'm pretty sure like he's the inventor of the first person shooter. Yeah, a- yeah, as far as much as you can tell, say that someone is that. Right, he was behind id Soft, which did like Doom and Wolfenstein mm-hmm. and Quake. Yeah, so it was a, it was a star-studded few days. I think he broadcasted for something like fifty-three hours. Was he awake for yeah. all of that? No, he did take a couple breaks oh. to sleep. Mm-hmm. the The chat was still going during the whole time, though. Um, he was on air. It's really good too. Um, uh, I. This is like the only part of the stream I watched. I watched the clip of AOC's appearance, and it's very good to like hear her, um, you know, delivering her passionate political points like she always does. And in like the corner of the screen, you see the chat, and it will be like someone donated the weed amount for twenty dollars, <laughs> and like a marijuana leaf spins around in a fun little graphic. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, Chuck Tingle was there. Thank you. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, and so the response to this has been, like, overwhelmingly positive. He was officially recognized by the Scottish Parliament for, like, his his charitable contributions. Um, and, and of course, Graham Linen got <laughs> incredibly red and mad and nude. Losing online. his fucking <laughs> shit on Twitter. And I, I, and I didn't look, like, but I can only imagine that his level of redness is, like, beyond the physical <laughs> spectrum at this point. Like, it's t- he's been red. Yeah, he's been having a meltdown for like a whole week. And obviously that's not like the real good part. The good part is $300,000 yeah, raised for yeah. charity. But that's just a nice little cherry on top is this terrible man getting so mad. <laughs> People were fucking adding him so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one uh, thing I really liked, uh, I think this is from the past, but uh, some people keep adding him with the image from Father Ted. With his, I hear you're, a, I hear you're a turf now, Father. <laughs> yeah. I've never actually seen Father Ted, but I have to confess, I do like his other show, the the IT Crowd. Yeah, like those are both. They've been like kind of recent classics. 
in mm-hmm. like British sitcom comedy. And um, I know like a lot of people are always kind of disappointed when it turns out someone who made something they love is a huge shithead. Um, but Grand Lindum is a huge shithead. So them's the breaks. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I don't want to get into like a whole discussion of separating artist from art at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cause that's not the point. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of it about H-Bomb, unless you guys have some more stuff. No, it was just nice to see something good happen for once. You know? Yeah. I I saw some post that was like, um, <clears throat> uh, this, this is way more significant than like, uh, people are probably making it out to be right now because like, like, uh, this kind of thing is like our, our generation's like, um, rally. Or, like, any kind of, like, if you, you know, when you read history and there's, like, these significant events that pop up, and this is, like, on par with things like that because of how, like, you know, online that everyone is these days. So, like, mm-hmm. people it, people are going to, you know, kind of downplay the significance of this because it was, like, a gaming stream. But, like, I, I don't know, like, this, this, this really felt significant to me. I was really... I, I was I was looking I was watching the stream feeling like I I don't know was like I'm gonna be able to tell someone about this like I was there on the yeah. H bombs I watched the H bomb stream yeah I think it's like if you saw that. it's like yeah it's like if you say oh I saw Nixon resign on TV or something like it's a thing that you got to be there for right and I think also what's interesting is like this is reproducible like mm-hmm. it's it's got like historicity to it but also this is something that anybody can do and like obviously h bomber guy had like an established audience before he did this but you know any any dickhead with a laptop and a webcam can stream for charity Mm -hmm. um that's cool yep all right so let's oh speaking of i was gonna say let's pivot to toilet we should probably (laughs) talk about the literal actual pivoting to toilet that's happening right now oh geez yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so um a bunch of media companies, most prominently BuzzFeed, are laying off a ton of their staff um, because that's what's going to keep happening to media as long as like the duopoly of Google and Facebook continue to control like the vast majority of ad revenue on the internet. Yep. Um, yeah, like and um, so they're... BuzzFeed let the entire just huge swaths of people like they let the entire. Um national news team go um Huffington mm-hmm. post got rid of its entire opinion section um didn't buzzfeed just pull some kind of h- huge report off like what was it that they were just involved in they've was been it the, kind was of it... like ongoing covering the Mueller investigation stuff oh yeah there, there, was, there was big the thing was it thing. was it r kelly or 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 fucking no that was the the documentary there was some um yeah it was it was the Mueller thing right because they did a report and then that actually ended up being like investigated yeah the p tape is from buzzfeed yeah that too which is real Um, yeah so and this is all coming kind of recently after jonah peretti the founder of buzzfeed um kind of vocally expressed his desire to not have his employees unionized um and then would you look at that he's firing most of them Mm -hmm. um so you know, a, a reoccurring theme this week, as you might notice, is that organized labor works and is good, and you should be in a union. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like. There's not really a ton else to say about this, other than like, hey, if it you have seems, a writing job yeah. open. <laughs> yeah, it's just something I wanted to mention because I think it's probably going to be a trend that we're going to see a lot um, across most like 
creator type jobs. Yeah, it's pretty um, foreboding. Yeah. So anyway, we should pivot to the other toilet the other that toilet. I was going to start talking about, um, which at this point, we're a little late. We're recording on a Friday night instead of a yeah, Thursday night. I, so this yeah. has been covered really a bunch. I do not want to talk about this for a long time. But yeah, yeah, we can just kind of happened. briefly talk about yeah. it. Um, the the terrible Covington, Covington Catholic High School children harassing, uh, I mean, any kind of decent human being they come across, the, really. The the amount of, like, smug evil that was captured in, like, that photo that I, you know, the photo that you just saw yeah. everywhere. Like, I, 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 if I could in never in my life get to the point where I could perform something that captured what that photo did, it was like, oh, cause like you look at his face and it's like, Jesus Christ, what, like, what the fuck knows. is wrong with him? Everybody like yeah. viscerally like knew the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it, we all knew that, that kid, that kid who was just like, it, it was, it was more than just someone who was kind of an asshole. It was just someone with just like. I don't know fucking no soul they're just like yeah and so uh, a bunch of those kids have uh, now sought the services of like a PR firm um, that's operated operated. it's a very normal (laughs) thing to do is uh, hire a PR firm yeah instead of just like apologizing or anything you know Um, yeah and so that firm yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, I think what's important to like note is that the the PR firm that those boys went to is like run by a CNN contributor. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, and so like that's kind of why you're seeing this sort of closing of ranks of media types around like these kids is because right. like oh hey yeah my friend is trying to get them off the hook might as well throw them a bone. Yeah. Um, Did they go instead of I don't know doing my job? I, I, I can't believe how many president in the White House yet. I don't think uh, that's happened yet, but yeah, it wasn't is announced. That, is that going to happen? Like, it, he I, he fucking tweeted about it, but that I, I feel like... Yeah, I mean, that's true. He has a very short attention span. Yeah. It'll happen if they're still in the news cycle whenever that's going to happen. If if yeah. no one's talking about them anymore, there's no fucking way the president's going to want to sit down with some kids. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe how many, like, f- fucking, uh, like, mealy-mouthed liberal tweets I had to read from people who, like... I, I, they'd be like, "Oh my god, I was so mistaken to criticize these kids." You know, <laughs> like everyone started like backpedaling as hard as they fucking could. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, not to mention that those kids were there for a fucking anti-choice rally anyway. Yeah. So like, like they came there to do that. It wasn't like it wasn't like someone snapped a picture of a kid doing something kind of stupid or, or you, you know. They were political it was actors like, at a political yeah. event. Right. Yeah. In political clothing. Yeah, and everyone's, like, trying to compare it to, like, I don't know, like, getting up to stupid shit as a kid. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's not really the same ballpark as when, like, I was a kid and we used to fight with Christmas tree lights. Like, that was really stupid and we shouldn't have done it. <laughs> but if someone got a picture of me doing it when I was, when I was fucking 12, so I, I you know, I, I would ask you not to judge my character now. on. Because, on... <laughs> like, for most of us, when we got in trouble for doing stupid shit as teens, um... Like, our parents dealt with us instead of closing ranks and saying hiring we did nothing wrong firm. and hiring a fucking PR firm with thousands <laughs> of dollars. What the hell? Yeah. All right. Well, my high school All burnt right. down a house at grad party. I don't think any any PR firms got hired. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> it was an abandoned house, but uh, still. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so we do have one more good thing we can talk about this week. Oh, yeah. It's always oh, nice to see somebody get this is going to be a short episode, gang. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this morning, everybody woke up to the news that Roger Stone, the ex-Trump campaign, I don't know what he Dracula. did. Some, some Yeah, he's, he's some level of involvement. Yeah, uh, he was arrested by the FBI this morning. Um, he's since been let out on a $250,000 bail. Oh, no. um, uh, and he's been charged with <laughs> several counts of tampering and it's obstruction. Like one, and... Yeah, it's like, it's like I, I read it this morning. It's like one count of obstruction of justice, six counts of of like lying and one count of witness tampering so it's some pretty serious shit yeah witness like, tampering. that was the other one i don't want to sound like a uh uh you know uh for most liberals i think the saving grace of etc <laughs> I, I don't, don't want to sound <laughs> i don't want to go down that road but like the, i don't think that he would have been arrested unless they had some really hard fucking shit uh against because like again people like roger stone with his fucking Richard Nixon tattoo, generally don't get... Isn't that ironic now? <laughs> no, the, the Roger, weird... he, someone pointed out that he had probably, like, fantasized about doing this forever. Uh, when he was arrested <laughs> today, he did the double uh, peace sign Nixon thing with his arms. <laughs> yeah. I, like to, I like to imagine, like, they had to, like, chase him down, like, on cops, and he had, like, no shirt on. Like, because there's so many pictures of him with no shirt, because he's, he's, like... He's like old man jacked, kind of, and he's always taking shirtless pictures. So like, <laughs> just Roger sprinting Stone's down, the st- sprinting down the street after like a manic Roger Stone. Roger Stone never gets cold. <laughs> yeah, I think actually, what's intriguing to me is that our our good president has not yet tweeted anything did about he, Roger he Stone. Didn't, he didn't give a tweet. He has no, not he, said um, anything yet. Has so he? his aides are he like, may have they, I, I feel it, like, but he he posted about like uh, crooked, like fake news, witch hunt, co- no collusion, whatever. Um, and then like, why was just, CNN there? Which was like, why just, was like just, CNN at the scene of the Roger Stone arrest? Like, did someone? There was like a conspiracy theory that like someone the FBI tipped them off. And it's of course like QAnon bullshit. But no, I mean, I mean, someone probably did tip him off, but that's yeah. how news happens. Yeah. Like it is very fun uh, watching our the the uh, wet president's tweets become like gradually more and more frantic and more uppercase. More because like I, yeah, oh. and they're getting a little more stream of consciousness, a little more like lucky from waiting waiting for Gatto. It's just like words that the first word that he thinks of is the one that he puts down. He doesn't bother to make sentences. It's really subversive. Yeah. While we're on the topic of the president, um, kind of going back to our first story, is that since um, Trump earlier today announced that he was going to leave the government function for three weeks, a bunch of like big names in conservative media have decided that he's weak now, um, among <laughs> them Mike Cernovich and Ann Coulter, uh, which I think is absolutely hilarious. These people who would have gone to the plate for any reason for this incredibly dumb man now deciding that suddenly because he's letting people be paid for working uh that he's he's not strong and he's he's a coward um which is it's so good to see these people eat themselves alive that's that's really all you can ask for and didn't wasn't like the whole reason for the shutdown um originally because 
Ann Coulter was mean to Trump on Fox and Friends, and Trump's like not yes. not used to that. And usually, when he sees his good 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 friends on Fox and Friends every morning, they say very nice things about him, and he he likes it. But <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And so I think, um, I mean, obviously, the Republican Party as it is today is kind of like two parties who happen to align most of the time. Like you have your your rich business people who want the poor to die um and then your like fascist christians who want people who aren't that to die uh mm-hmm. and those two groups are typically in agreement but mm-hmm. then when it comes to something like this you kind of see the split where you have like people who are working for the government who are typically right wing now not being paid for a month of work suddenly realizing that hey this is kind of fucked up i don't like this and and turning on each other um which is cool. Very. <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk about any of the Democratic candidates that have announced so um, far? I, I would hey, like uh, to talk there was about actually... how Kamala Harris hired Hillary Clinton's 2016 comms director. <laughs> so we're going to see a lot of really epic stuff from her coming oh, up. It's going to be just great. <laughs> she like... already did like a weird photo shoot at like a bodega getting something from the deli um and then mm-hmm. like a there was like the aoc dancing video and then there was like another dan- there was something where she was talking about like her hip music taste or something like that it, yeah she was like dancing to cardi b i think yeah it's it's gonna be the same shit we saw out of the hillary campaign because awesome. because democrats as we've said hate to win elections they're allergic yeah. allergic to victory. It's their least favorite thing. <laughs> they love conceding and compromising. Um, oh, did you guys see uh, Kirsten Gillibrand the other day in an interview? was like, yeah, you know, what I think this country really needs is for the Republican Party to come back strong and unified. And it's like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Was that... <laughs> I think I saw Pelosi say that, or maybe they both said the same thing, which would not surprise me at all. It might have been Pelosi. I don't remember. Um, it could have been. But Pelosi like, that... said something more along the lines of, like, is this what you want the Republican Party to be? Uh, make it strong and not just, like, a rubber stamp. And that's the House office. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it, it's exactly that sentiment that has led to Democrats, like, consistently losing seats for the last couple decades. Like Just hemorrhaging it's... seats. Hmm. Yeah. Because... Uh, it's it's really hard to win an election if you don't actually want to, uh, and it's even harder if you don't actually plan to. So, <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, I think, like in regards to Democratic candidates who have announced so far, I'm not particularly enthused by any of them. Yeah, it's really. not great. It's not. Well, good. how do you feel about Kamala? Uh, how do you feel about I think Kamala? she's. <laughs> Oh, fuck you guys. Uh, she's a cop, and I don't like her, and she's bad. Um, I think, like, if if you had to pick right now, I think I'd, I think oh I'd probably God, so go uh, Warren. Oh, yeah, I mm. forgot she is still. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, she just announced either yesterday or today um, that one of her, like, oh, campaign yeah, platform that, things was going to be uh, a 2% tax rate on like all income 
over $50 million, which is still an obscenely large number, and 3% on all income over a billion dollars. Um, and so, of course, all the millionaires and billionaires have been shitting their pants over losing an insignificant fraction of their money. It's, it's so disgusting because at that, when you have that much money, it's, it's not, not just it's nothing, but like there's how much more can you do with like a hundred billion dollars than $50 billion, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not a measurable difference in your life and your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's just being a horrible dragon hoarding wealth (laughs) for no reason and then shooting it into the sun when you get bored instead of helping literally anyone ever. Right. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Linus, no, Beto has not announced he's running yet. Um, I sincerely hope it stays that way. Yeah. Because, like, if he did, it would be, like, an absolute nightmare to contend with Kamala and Beto stands. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know what? I just had a thought. If Kamala gets the nom, there's, like, no way she's not tapping Beto as her VP. Oh, she's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no way. Cool. Despite him having lost the only national profile election he's ever run uh, and taking more oil money than any other member of Congress. But, you know, that's fine, I'm sure. You know, he did a really relatable stream of the inside of his mouth, which is something <laughs> everybody was... loves to look at is the inside of other people's <laughs> mouths. Yeah. In response to that, Ben Shapiro scheduled a dentist appointment so yeah. he could do the same thing. <laughs> wow, we really got him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fucking I like does does Ben Shapiro just have like Google alerts set up on like AOC and other like like liberal uh dar- I guess AOC's not quite a, as much of a liberal darling as some other people but like cuz like he's so quick on the draw with this shit all the time. He's it's, I mean that's that's his whole has deal. An army of unpaid interns like um back when Milo Yiannopoulos was like a person who mattered at all. Um, a lot of his uh, screeds were uh, written by like uncredited and unpaid interns, just turning uh-huh. it out for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, his his whole shtick is just manufactured outrage. Like that's that's how he makes his money. So he's gonna be really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all the news that's happened, gang. Yeah, yeah it was a slow week. We're only glad. It, it mean, wasn't. We're it, just really tired. <laughs> yeah, that's an absurd thing to say. Is that like all of this shit that in any other period of history would have taken over the news cycle for months? Yeah, and that's just yep. That's been a couple days. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, this is going to be a short episode. We're only clocking in at like forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everybody else. Um, but it's late and we're tired, and we we try to do this every week. Um. Yeah. So I think that's news do you guys want to segue into lightbringers yeah yeah all right uh so my lightbringer this week is this really hip new show it just came out uh it's called that 70s show um (laughs) (laughs) which is sort of like the tv equivalent of comfort food for me um because i've been dealing with some psychology lately Ooh, that's uh, and, and so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I've just been watching that. Uh, it's really good. It's like it's easy to jump in at any point, and it's fun, and the characters are fun. Um, and as I'm learning, it's been like hugely influential on my sense of humor, despite having ended when I was five years old. 
interesting. Um, I don't think I've ever watched like a full episode of. I, I am realizing right now how much more of that '70s show that I watched than I thought I did. I mean, it was in syndication forever. Like reruns were on well into the 2000s. Because I, I thought to myself at the beginning of your thing is like, oh, I've seen like two episodes, and I'm remembering like, no, wait, I saw a lot more that '70s show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, because it ran for actually, sorry, it ended when I was uh, nine, I think. It ran mm-hmm. for like eight years. Um, and spawned a spinoff. I bet you didn't know that. There was a That 80s show. It didn't, it, it was like not even one season before. Oh, it yeah, just it, got was, it was panned. It ran canned. for 13 episodes. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so that's that's my thing. It's good, and I like to watch it. Yeah. Um, because it's it's like. It requires very little brain power, which is exactly the type of thing mm-hmm. that I like when I'm dealing with stuff. It has a kind of a warmth that I think yeah. sitcoms rarely find. Like I was, I was going to say modern sitcoms have lost, but I think just sitcoms throughout like history have kind of stumbled at the finish line with trying to capture that kind of like I, I, I don't know, like it's a, hard to the, like through. you know, like yeah, yeah. All right, Linus, do you have a lightbringer? Uh, my Lightbringer this week is, uh, I was just, I was going to go with some of the things I've been watching, but I'm just going to say, like, just being back in Canada, um, because I, it's not that I, like, started to hate Taiwan, I just, um, I was getting, I was, I was getting, like, sick of not being in Canada, mm-hmm. and, uh, to, like, just come home and, like, drive my car again, yeah, and, uh, nice. be able to get, you know, f- different, you know, a lot of food that I haven't been able to get is very nice, so... Glad to be back. The boys are boys are um, back. Boys are back in town. Two trailer park girls go around me outside. Guess who's back? <laughs> Remember that song? Yeah, I sure do. Right, so mine is very short. Um, it is a tweet posted at twelve fifty three p.m. today. Um, <laughs> Mike Cernovich is doing a live stream about Trump caving on the shutdown. And he's had to say several times that he's not crying. (laughs) (laughs) Just a nice thought to end with. That's wonderful. That's really heartwarming. (laughs) All right. Um, So that has... Oh, you know what I should do? I should probably open our Patreon page. Ooh. (laughs) So I can do the things I'm supposed to do. Oh, Oh, gosh. I'm logged into my personal Patreon. Log out of that. Login. Should I just read out our password on the air? I feel like that's a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Works for my D O G. Um. Okay. Patrons. So yeah, this has been Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. It's a show we do, and if you like it, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/hkipgtd. If you donate uh one dollar a month then you get access to all of our bonus materials, such as pre-show, post-show, um, you know, outtakes, that kind of thing, um, and access to our written and audio Lightbringers. Uh, Caroline, are you doing one of those soon? Yeah, um, I might be. I This will be the third time I will be talking about this as a Lightbringer. Um, I'm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So about, like, in August, like, I finished watching The Sopranos for the first time, and I was able, it's like so good that I was only able to hold off like immediately like rewatching it for about a couple months. So I'm, I'm closing <laughs> in on a rewatch and I'm writing some like observations about it. And it's not really a light bringer. It's tremendously depressing and bleak, but it's an insanely good piece of art that relates a lot to stuff we talk about. 
on the Henry Kissinger show. So keep your eyes peeled. All right. Um, and at $5 a month, you get a special role in our Discord, and you'll get a shout-out every episode. And at $10 a month, you get a special role in our Discord, and you can listen to our podcasts as they're being made, uh, like two people are doing right now. So without further ado, thank you to Actual Socialist Elon the Musk, Alex Schaup, Ashinu, Benjamin Kingstone Faria, Bryant, Burgermeister, Cadejo Jones, Crit the Books, David Bozer, Destry Hawk, Dijanes, Eleni Anarcho Lalandist, Evan, Feminine Murder Clown, Flo Siegel, Fully Automated Luxury Gay Space Hellcat, George Homework Bush, Funeral City, 350 Billion Dead, uh, Hank Hills, Hentai Hankering, Harry Tomlinson, Helga K, Michael Weems, Mogu, Mr. Big the Cat, Nick Clarkson, Non-Binary with Left Beef, Oingo Zung, Oingo Zuma, Kua Boingo, Ollie Anders, Awo What's This, Bataz, Pregnant Seinfeld, PR The Disaster, Roanberg, Scout Shiro, Single Pair, Sonic Mpreg, Six Armed Sweater, Sophie, Stephanie Ruff, Summergeist, The Tallest Jew, and Tufster McGee. Thank you all very much for your contributions. Thank you. Um, thank you also to the taxpayers who let us use their song, Evil Men, from their album, Cold Hearted Town. Uh, as our theme song and if you would like sorry i'm really disjointed right here um if you would like to follow the show anywhere else you can find us everywhere uh at hkipgtd on the platform of your choice uh we're probably there unless we're not um in which case sorry (laughs) Uh, if you want to follow me personally patrick you can do that at twitter at pg1497 I'm Caroline, and my Twitter handle is at csavage with two v's. I'm Linus, and my I'm on Twitter at Linus Kloss. All right. Uh, so this has been Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Not a threat. Just a, Just fact. a fact. Memento, Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. That was an episode. Two trailer park girls go around the outside. 